Welcome to Health Currents Radio. I'm Ellen Goldsmith, your host. This show is all about transforming your life through your health. We're going to meet people who've done that, give you the resources to work on it, and share information that inspires and motivates you to make positive changes in your life. My passion is health, and it's what I've done for over 30 years. Thank you to our sponsor, Pearl Natural Health, a naturopathic acupuncture and Chinese medicine clinic in downtown Portland, Oregon. You can find Pearl Natural Health at www.pearlnaturalhealth.com. Last week, we were talking with Guru Hari Das, who's the tea master for Yogi Tea, as well as the person who oversees product research and development for the company's U.S. and European operations. Guru Hari has been creating and sipping Yogi Teas for over 30 years. He continues to be inspired by a passion for good food and good health and an incredible creative ability to combine herbs and spices into deliciously purposeful teas to support health and well-being. We'll rejoin our conversation with Guru Hari Das as he talks about how yogi tea goes about creating delicious teas, as well as some tips for those of you who want to change your coffee habit. So I just wonder, like, yeah. for, for our listeners out there who maybe don't drink a lot of tea, maybe they're drinking a little bit more coffee, which there's a lot of studies out now. Oh, coffee's not so bad for you. I was surprised um, just knowing when my patients walk in the door who drink lots of coffee with the problems that they might have digestive-wise, et cetera. But let's say somebody wants to wean themselves off of coffee and drink more tea. It's really hard for people so they tell me, um, you know, it, just because I think there's a, a depth of flavor, a smoky kind of, de- I've never been a coffee drinker, so I, I don't know really, mm-hmm. but there's a certain flavor and it's definitely that bitter flavor and there's a depth and there's a smell that people really have a hard time letting go of. So if in your yogi tea line, do you have a tea that you think would be a good like transitional tea for people who are wanting to drink more tea, but, you know, don't really, quote, like tea that much. Yeah, we do. We have one called Perfect Energy. Mm. And so what we did is we researched people in America, consumers, and we found out, well, they're all starting their day with coffee. And we asked them why. They said, well, you know, it just gets me started. And then later on in the day, after they had their little caffeine boost, and they're, you know, they were awake and aware, then they might switch into herbal teas or drink, you know, they would use coffee as a way to get a certain dose of caffeine. So what we did is we created our perfect energy tea and it, we add, we do add the caffeine because what we found is coffee drinkers need the caffeine. Um, but what we did is using tea and botanicals we created a cup of tea that has 80 milligrams of caffeine. The coffee would have anywhere from a cup of coffee would be 80 to 120, let's say. So number one is we gave them not coffee, which can be acetic. And even though it's got great aromatics and it's really nice and flavorful, you know, I'm thinking of a latte or something, uh, it, but we're providing the, the caffeine boost, but from botanical natural sources, whether it's mate or green tea. Uh, but then we also provide a little L-theanine in there, 
which is from green tea leaf, and that helps them keep calm. Because mm. I think also with the coffee, it makes people a little bit jittery. Right. So we've got a tea built on green tea and caffeine that gives them basically a cup of coffee strength. And then it's got L-theanine, which removes or dampens the jitteriness. It makes you calm, but still awake and aware. And then it's surrounded by botanicals and herbs like you know cinnamon and roibush and you know good things like that. So you're actually starting to drink herbs and the body, because remember with, with all the botanicals, coffee is just coffee. It's one botanical. But if you have a tea with six or seven things in it, they're all contributing to your health. There's something in those herbs that they have. It's very complex. So you're getting an herbal beverage. You're getting the benefit of that. Uh, and then you're getting the benefit of the green tea and the caffeine that you needed initially from your coffee. So that's kind of what we have. And that tea is called Perfect Energy. That's so great. I can talk to my patients about that as they, as they say to me, no, I can't yeah. give up my coffee. I'm chained to yeah, my coffee Yeah, and it's cup. very hard. Yeah, it yeah, is. If you're drinking coffee for 30 years, you can't drop it. No, we actually have a protocol for people who are giving up coffee with B vitamins and lecithin and phosphatidylcholine, I think, um, and chamomile tea because it's just, you know, the, the headaches are almost unbearable for some. Right. So what I found is you can go from coffee to like maybe our perfect energy. And then if you wanted to get off of caffeine, then what we do is you can slowly lower the caffeine level. So maybe you go down to uh, 40 milligrams a day, which would be like a cup of green tea. So you take slow steps. Right. And then you can go just to herbs. You know, when I, I drink a lot of green tea and oolong and puers, I love them. But sometimes I'm feeling like, well, there's too much caffeine. I want to take a break. Mm-hmm. So then, but I still need energy. So then I drink cinnamon teas, you know, or ginger teas, or things that really improve my circulation and open things up. They might be a little slower than caffeine, which I can feel in 30 seconds, but they within, you know, five minutes, and then I can feel it, and my body starts to open up and awaken. So you can use spicy herbs, particularly cinnamon, which is really good. Yeah, and that actually, from a Chinese medicine point of view, we'll, we use that to um, bring things to the extremities, bring the formula to the extremities. Um, exactly. And also to... Opening capillary. Right, and to support the kidney, the kidney yang, the kidney, um, the kidney fire, to warm up the body. So just, I think, by feeling warmer, more circulation, we just feel more energy moving through our, our system, which is a, a nice way to get it without that little buzz. Like you said. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then, so yeah, you can, you know, over time, you can really energize yourself without caffeine, which I think is neat. And then there's things like ginsengs or astragalus or there's other tonic herbs. If you take them over a period of a week or two, you'll feel like, wow, there's a general underlying level of energy that's just increased here. And I really feel good. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole realm, and there's thousands of botanicals with all sorts of you know, chemistries that you can pick from. I think the thing I really loved about um, just reading again the story of Yogi Tea is that uh, the kitchen is your laboratory. And, um, oh, yeah. you know, that you, you really to see uh, combinations of teas that are, are whole foods and, and not added flavors and preservatives and amendments to it is, is quite something. Yeah, I think so. And also I think... And 
what I remind myself of a lot is, you know, the tea is basically botanical. It's living, you know, it's a leaf, it's a bark, it's a root, it's a plant. Versus oh, a dietary supplement, a vitamin, you know, that's kind of inert, you know, vitamin C. All right, it came from nature, but it, it's kind of refined and inert, and there's something not life this like mm, doesn't quite have the life. However, a tea, I mean, ginger, you know, when you brew the tea, it's, it's a freshly cut ginger root. And it's like, there's something about it. Uh, so that's why I think the kitchen works well. You know, we try to stay away from lab mentality, which gets more into science and gets more into chemistry and gets more into this very rigid system of yes and no. But in reality, a tea is very blurry. It's like impressionistic art. You know, you can't quite tell what it is, but it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it is. And you can't quite explain it, but it's a feeling or even beyond thought or word, it's a feeling. It's an experience. It's just something happens. Right. And it's pretty subtle, but it's from that biological plant kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's very special. And the closest you get to it is in food, you know. I thought about that movie, like Water for Chocolate, you right. know, it's a thing Italian, and she cooks in the kitchen, and people cry, and they fall in love from her cooking. <laughs> That's what it was. You know, she worked like a magic. Right. It's so true. So there is the magic of the tea, but also the magic of sharing that tea with, with someone else. So that's all we're going to have time for today. I just wondered if there was one last something you'd like to say to our, our listeners about tea or... Well, I think we can finish it up where we were ending it. You know, I, I really think it's an experience. Uh, you can read about herbs and you can study them and all, but really, when it comes down to it, I think the most valuable thing is just start to start a relationship with them by taking them, drinking them, eating them. And the herb will, the botanicals will teach you. They'll open up new centers of awareness and it's just a fascinating process. You know, I develop a tea from my experience, not from a book. And then I go to a book later to prove it to other people, mm-hmm. right? Because they want science. But right. I, I, everyone can start, you know, whether it's a little more cinnamon in your food or a touch of nutmeg or try some turmeric or what about clove and just start or just herbs drinking. What about, oh, I'm going to drink peppermint tea today. How do I feel after I drink peppermint? And then I'm going to drink straight ginger. How do I feel after I drink ginger? So you start to develop a relationship with the herb. And it's a very beautiful process, but it's expanding your awareness. Absolutely. all about the teas. Yeah, absolutely. So those of you listening can go out to your kitchen garden or go to your spice rack and, and start working with your own instincts and creating your own teas. I want to thank you so much, Guru Hari, for for sharing your tea wisdom with us today and the process of creating teas. It's been really, really delightful. And um, I just want to let people know that if you want to um, purchase Yogi Teas, you can go to their website. It's www.yogiproducts.com. You can also look for Yogi Teas in your local Whole Foods market or health food store, natural food stores. But for those of you in parts of the world that perhaps... There's no natural food store close by. You can go to Amazon.com. That's a great way to find the yogi tea of choice. But um, I just uh, encourage everybody to go out and explore tea. And Guru Hari, thank you again so much. It's been really a pleasure. Thank you, Ellen. I really enjoyed it, too.
That's all for our show today. I'm Ellen Goldsmith, and my passion is health, and it's what I've done for over 30 years. Thanks again to our sponsor, Pearl Natural Health, a naturopathic acupuncture and Chinese medicine clinic in downtown Portland, Oregon. You can find Pearl Natural Health at www.pearlnaturalhealth.com. You can also listen to Health Currents Radio and connect with us on communityradio.fm slash healthcurrentsradio. Find us on iTunes or join the conversation on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash healthcurrentsradio. We want to know how you're transforming your life through your health. Thanks for listening, and be sure to join us next week when we meet with Dr. Courtney Jackson to talk about how the Ending Childhood Obesity Project in Portland, Oregon is really making a difference.